Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Believe in Betting. Yeah, I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Hashtag SGN, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N on all the social media channels. You guys can get us at sportsgarden.com. We got a lot to talk about. Look, I took a week off. I was uh, away on vacation um, with, uh, with the family, and I know that we had a lot going on, but I am back. We should be back every single week. Don't worry about that. I want to dive into what we're looking at, though. And I really want to dive into the NHL betting. Look, the NBA betting is something that in the first round, um, I I believe, and I I put this out on Twitter on my own personal account, I believe that the NBA betting this year was really overvalued to the favorites. Uh, I looked at the NBA betting before time, and I said, look, I like the Celtics, but what happened? In the first two games, they were double-digit favorites. They, They won the first two games. The series price was 10 to 1. It made it almost impossible to bet that team, right? Unless you like the underdogs, and everybody seemed to love the Lakers. So all of a sudden, that value kind of dried up. I liked the Knicks, but I didn't feel comfortable jumping on them big time in the NBA. I did jump on them in game one plus the five and a half, but I would rather have the five and a half points than to expect them to win the series. They may do that, but look, in game two, they look completely done. And my contention with the Knicks was, well, if Julius Randle is healthy, I, I'll take him to win maybe two series, right? I mean, I like them a lot. But if he's not healthy, well, you know, this team doesn't have a chance. And when you when you have an ankle injury, that ankle injury can hurt again. So I didn't see a lot of value in series betting early on in the NBA. I'm picking and choosing my spots. Um, I had a two-team parlay, minus about 190, where it was the Celtics and Sixers in game one just to win. Right, two-team money line parlay. I hate parlays. I, I I rave all the time about how much I rant and scream. I I can't stand parlays. But money line parlays make it a little bit different, right? Because you're you're kind of not dealing with the points. And all right, you might have to lay two to one, but I felt good about that. So that was when I hit the Knicks plus five uh, and a half. Yeah, and I liked the Nuggets, but I didn't I didn't jump on it. I didn't go anywhere near it. By the way, for some of these bets out here, uh, I was going. Yeah, you know what? I'll lay the big money with Jokic to get a double-double, and maybe even a triple-double, but I'll I'll lay the big money with Jokic to get a double-double. In the first game, he was 9-1 to over on Caesars, but minus 894, I think it was, to get a double-double. It just prices you out of the market. For game two, he was plus 550, or I'm sorry, minus 550. It prices you out of the market even for those kind of things. I did like Kawhi Leonard uh, for over-rebounds, assists, and points, it was 49. He scored 38 in the game alone, so that one flew over. Um, and so you can pick and choose your spots here, but I'm having a hard time early on in the NBA really jumping on a team or a series. I do like the idea of picking my spots in certain areas. Uh, I think you have to look at Jalen Brunson as a guy that is still undervalued. I don't know how. I don't know why. I think that you have to look at a guy like Jokic, and you're rolling the dice on points. I see everybody jumping on points, but rebounds, if his rebounds are 10, 11, 12, which they've been posted at, yeah, that's something to jump onto as well. You could 
really make a, a, a good coin if they really misprice the market. Points I wouldn't go near. You know, he could take eight, nine shots an entire game, yet dominate the game like he did in game one. So I don't want to go near that. Kawhi looks like a different person. I think that we all knew that he would look like a different person. That's something to watch. Boston has too many scorers to really focus in on, but I think Tatum is always a pretty decent bet. You got to remember, everybody loves the overs, right? Everybody in this country is always betting the overs. And we, we talked about this. We did a whole show about this. It's always overs. A prop plays over, over, over. Right before the Super Bowl, I told you guys, I got under, under, under in the Super Bowl. I loved all kinds of prop play unders in the Super Bowl, and most of them hit. Because, especially in the playoff time, Super Bowl time, these kind of big games, they elevate the prop play totals. So it's something to pay attention to. I wanted to kind of give a, a nod to the NBA, but really I want to talk about the NHL here because I did jump on some series early on, and I think that you can still jump on some series. First of all, the Boston Bruins being only minus 300 to win the series. I know it went up to like 350 in some spots, but you could have got, and I did, and I jumped on it and I gave it to every one of my members, minus 300 to win the series. For the team that was the best regular season team in history, that was going to have two games back-to-back at home to start it off. I mean, you know, if if a team goes down 0-2, they feel like they're done. I thought it was just massive value. The implied value in Vegas from people that I spoke to, uh, minus 450, minus 475. So you were getting, I mean, almost $2 worth of uh, really value there. So I, I jumped on that. I jumped on the Rangers plus money. Look, this is an experienced team, right? This is an experienced team with a goalie that last year we were talking about being the best goalie in the league. He could certainly get hot. They made additions like guys like Kane came over. This is a team that absolutely, I can't, not only did I see them winning this series, but I watched them going on and, and I mean, they could do special things this year. They absolutely handed it to the Devils in the first game. Yeah, maybe they're, they'll lose game two and maybe it'll be a different story, but the Devils, they don't have home ice because the Rangers fans fill it up. They are in a very inexperienced team. Almost nobody has any playoff experience there. You're going up against a goalie that uh, 365 days ago we were saying was the best goalie in hockey. Yeah, all that. I, I went with that as well. I really wanted to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, I really did. I, I thought this could be the year. They This could be the year they get out of the first round. This could be the year. And I spoke about it on my Vegas show, and I said, maybe and my co-host, you know, Chris Wynn was on with me. And he said, I love the Maple Leafs to get out of the first round. I said, you know, Everything points to them. This is the year that Tampa Bay just has two two tired legs, right? All those playoff appearances just come back and haunt them. They have to be tired. It's the end of the year. But it came time to pull in the trigger, and I said, how could I possibly do this, right? I mean, I'm a guy that likes uh, and bets on the history of the game. So I didn't touch it. Thankfully, I did not touch it because Toronto, they had to win game one. If there was any game that you're going to bet Toronto in your life, they had to win that game, and now they lost it. And I think it's done for Toronto. I do. I think the series is completely over. We'll get into series prices in a minute. I did like the Oilers. I didn't take them in game one just because they priced me out of the market. They would have, if it was 160, they would have had my money. I would have been all over the Oilers. But at minus 210 for opening uh, the opening game, I didn't like that. I will say this, uh, you know, staring at game two and moving forward in the season, in the series, uh, Connor McDavid did not score a point in just seven of the 82 games that they faced this year, that they played this year. Seven of the 82 games they played this year, Connor McDavid did not score a point. He did not score a point in game one. So I don't expect that to happen much. But go, go good luck trying to find a point market. Two years ago, you were able to find a point market everywhere. Right? I was betting Mitch Marner minus like 310 
He just scored a point every night because he's scoring a point every night. I, I was betting McDavid. I'm doing a morning McDavid parlay. I was betting McDavid all over the place. I was, I was screaming on Twitter, hey, give me a point. I don't care what the number is. You know, give me a point. It was just a, a matter of working out. If you just had a point on McDavid all year this year, I don't care if you were laying three to one, four to one. It didn't matter. He only had seven games where he didn't get a point. I mean, you're cleaning up. But most of these sports books, they took away that point. And now you got to go point and a half, which makes it a little bit more dangerous, right? Um, even him to score a goal in game two, minus 145. Hey, that's a big number for him to score a goal. I mean, McDavid could have a great game and get three assists and you lose your money. So it's a tricky market. I like the Oilers, okay? Uh, but they priced me out of the market. I like the Avalanche. But there's no way I was laying minus 220, even with this Avalanche team, with a team in the, the Seattle Kraken that plays them really well. And they took game one. I don't think they'll take the series, but they took game one. Vegas Golden Knights are a shell of themselves. I, I mean, they just are. People think that Stone's going to come back and all of a sudden be that guy. No, absolutely not. You could have saw this coming. We talked about it on Fox Sports in Las Vegas about exactly this. Um, so I, I'm not that shocked at that loss. Dallas, Minnesota, one of the more boring series, I called it. It might not be boring. I mean, for game one was an overtime situation, but ho-hum, not into it. And then, yeah, you know, the Islanders, I just think they got a bad draw. I, I like the Islanders. Uh, the Carolina, Carolina's not doing anything huge this year, but Carolina's a much better team. So let's go over where we stand right now. Stanley Cup winner odds as of this exact moment. This is Wednesday afternoon. I'm recording this as of this exact moment. Boston Bruins are 3-1 to one to win it all. You can't bet that. I mean, 3-1 to one odds, you, you just can't bet that. I'm sorry, you can't. Colorado 6-1. to one. Colorado 6-1, to one, and they're down 0-1 in the series. How do you go out there and, and think that there's value there? There's not value there. You can't bet that. Edmonton, down 0-1 in the series. They're 7-1. to one. Suddenly, they're priced out of the market. Rangers are 10-1. to one. I know the values come down, but they're up 1-0. The East is, is looking like if Igor gets hot, it can be taken. I'm not afraid of Carolina. The only team you're really worried about is Boston. The Rangers make a little sense. Carolina 11 to 1, I'm still not sold. The Devils down 12, down 01 and 12 to 1, no way. Vegas Golden Knights 12 to 1, no. Toronto 12 to 1, I mean, come on. How, how does somebody bet Toronto? No way. Tampa Bay 15 to 1 is interesting. I mean, everyone's doubting them. They're a different team. They're older. They're, they're tired. I get it. But Tampa Bay's got Vasilevsky. And if he's in goal and he is what we've seen him to be his entire career, not, it's not like the guy's 35 years old, right? He's in the prime of his career. Vasilevsky at 15 to 1, decent. Dallas, 15 to 1. I don't like that. Minnesota, 25 to 1, not in there. The Los Angeles Kings are 30 to 1, and they're up 1 0. Yeah, uh, but I'm not going near it. Florida, 40 to 1. Winnipeg Jets, 40 to 1. Um, yeah, not into either one of these at all. They have too many injuries in Florida, but Winnipeg, you know, no. Islanders, Seattle, 50 to 1. Seattle Kraken has the worst odds to win the Stanley Cup, and they're up 1 0. And they went to Colorado and won. So not a lot has changed after game one is generally what I'm saying. Uh, let's talk about some of this, this the conference winner here. Um, Boston plus 150, Carolina 500, Toronto Maple Leafs plus 550. If you like the Rangers, you know, maybe take them plus the 650 because that West could get dangerous, right? I mean, you could take them plus the 650. That might be the team to take. Uh, Toronto 550, Devils 6-1. to one. Somehow or another, the Devils are 6-1 to one to win the East where the Rangers are plus 650, but the Rangers are 10 to 1 to win the entire thing, and the Devils are 12 to 1. Ladies and gentlemen, do your due diligence in the markets, right? 
Uh, NHL Western Conference winner. Colorado plus 260, Edmonton plus 340, both down 01. The Knights plus 475, down 01. <laughs> Dallas 7-1, uh, Kings and Wild 8-1. I don't see anything in the way. I, I don't see anything in the way. I, I'm still I'm still chuckling about the Rangers situation. Right? I mean, honestly, if you like the Rangers to win the cup, don't take the 10 to 1 value. Double up your bet that you were going to do on the Eastern Conference winner and get back plus 650 double, right? That's plus 1300 because they have to win the Eastern Conference before they win the cup. I mean, the it's, it's the Bruins factor. I get it. But but that's an interesting situation. Let's go with this series betting here. So the Rangers, who were plus about 110, 105, depending on where you were shopping. I, I'm in New York. I went to Jersey. It was a little bit better. But uh, they're now minus 190. So that is a massive flip in series after one game. The Winnipeg Jets, minus 140. They were, that's a pretty big flip, too. They were plus about 150. So it, it's a full, basically a, a full unit uh, move. Boston, 7-1. to one. They opened up at 3-1. to one. Like I said, quickly, it's now 7-1. to one. Did people not think they were going to win game one? I, I, are you kidding me? Seattle um, is now even money with Colorado's only minus 120. That that's that's got people scratching their head because Colorado was like a two to one, and now all of a sudden that that's dropped a full dime here. Ca- uh, the Ca- uh, Carolina Hurricanes minus three thirty five. Islanders plus two sixty coming back. Minnesota Dallas Minnesota is now minus one forty. Dallas plus one eighteen coming back. Edmonton is still minus one fifty. That's that's the the biggest non move. Edmonton still minus one fifty over the Kings, and Tampa Bay is now minus one thirty five. How, I mean, how are people not jumping? The the Leafs aren't winning the series. Hey, come on, you can't go out there and, and do what they did. Yeah, you can't go out there and lay an egg in game one the way that they did. You cannot do that and expect to move on. I, I are we kidding me here, guys? Come on. So, for me, look, I think that the Rangers are still a very good bet. They're getting a little overpriced. Probably for game two, I'll, you know, I'm not going near them for game two. For the series, I still do like them. I, look, I am a fan of Igor. I think that he can step it up. And as you can hear in my conversation, the same thing with Vasilevsky. I think you get that goalie, and we all know that about the hockey. You get that goalie, it's going to be just a major difference maker. It's a, just a major difference maker to get that hot goalie. And these two teams have hot goalies or what could be hot goalies. I still think Boston's a team to beat. I went chalk, right? I took I took Boston to win the series minus the three to one. I took Boston in game one minus the two twenty. I told everybody on the air, look, I'm going chalk. I think Boston wins it all. I know there's a President's Trophy curse. I don't care. I don't care. Out of the West, I had the Oilers, but I'm nervous. I'm not touching them for game two, right? I mean, uh, look, I I'm sorry, I'm not touching them for the series. I'll take them in game two. Right, I'll take him in game two because I don't think they go down 0-2 at home. They dominated most of that game in game one, uh, but for the series, uh, I'm nervous. I took a, I, I took him to come out of the West, and I'm nervous. I think you go, you better be very nervous if you're the Vegas Golden Knights, and I think you have to be pretty nervous if you're Colorado. I think the West is sort of wide open, where the big elephant in the room is a Boston Bruin and that unbeatable Boston Bruins team, and that's what I continue to call them. They are an unbeatable Boston Bruins team. I didn't understand why people were betting against them in any form. How do you possibly bet against this team? How do you possibly? You just can't. So there is such thing about getting value, and then there's such things about getting a just bad juju because you're going against something that is ridiculous. right? I, I, can they lose? Sure. 
Are they really, truly going to lose this series? Absolutely not. They're just not. They're not losing this series. Can they lose along the way to the Stanley Cup Finals? Sure, anybody can. But they have the best defense in the league. They're the best home team in the league. They're the best away team in the league. They're the best team in the league. Let's just say it over and over. They're the best team in the league. A team that can beat them is just going to basically pepper the goalie with shots over and over and over and over and over again. That's a team that can beat them. A team like the Oilers could probably beat them on a given night. A team like the, the Maple Leafs might be able to beat them on a given night. If Igor gets really hot, maybe the Rangers could beat them on a given night. But you're asking a team to beat this team four times in seven games. It's, it's just a, a nearly an impossible task. So I don't think that there's value on the Bruins right now, but there's nobody I want rather than the Bruins. And I'll keep betting them. I, I have them for the series. I'll keep betting them each and every game. I'll bet the Oilers in game two. Game three, four, back in L.A., I'm not touching it. I'll bet the Rangers probably not in game two, but I'll probably wait until they go back to the Garden, right? I'll be on, on them. Um, as far as Vegas, look, Vegas with all their production and all their, their nonsense at home, uh, if you don't like them in game two, you can't like them for the series, and I kind of don't. I mean, they might win game two, but I'm not going anywhere near that. We had four underdogs in the West all win. We had four straight underdogs overall win. A lot of these games are going over. They're hitting that five and a half and going to the six. Um, yeah, people in Vegas were actually cheering uh, for a, you know, an opposition goal because you know there's so many betters in the stands. So it's something to pay attention to. You got to pick your spots in the NHL playoffs. But yes, you can make money in the NHL playoffs, especially you can make money betting favorites. Just be really cautious. Be really cautious. It's burned a lot of people already, and it will continue to burn people. So be very careful. Guys, I'm going to do another one of these NHL NBA podcasts before next week. But next week, I also will have an NFL draft special. Bryce Young is up to plus 1,200 to be, or minus 1,200, I should say, to be the odds-on favorite to go number one overall. Number two is up in the air. I don't think the Texans even know what they want to do. So lots to talk about there next week. We're going to do a double pod next week. Thank you again, guys. I am Tom Barton. Uh, go check us out at Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, sportsgarden.com, Sports Garden, hashtag SGN on all of the social media accounts. Have a very good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.